Hello, all phenomenal Shoreline City leaders in Antigua. We love every single one of you. Pastors Earl and Onika pray for you. They believe in you. They want to pull greatness out of you. So this is another opportunity uh, that we all get to learn from the hearts of our pastors and just become better leaders ourselves. So I'm going to open with a story really quickly that was actually shared with me from Singles Night. So, I know. So, Sedona, who is the production team admin, she's amazing. She sent a text to me. Sedona actually did not come to singles night, but somebody she works with. So, I'm going to tell the story. Um, She said, a girl that I worked with or work with is not a believer. And she randomly asked me what event Shoreline had on Monday. I told her it was a singles event and inquired why she was asking. And she told me that a girl, so follow this, a girl she follows on Instagram who she went to SMU with is now a stripper at a nightclub, but apparently went to singles night yesterday before going to work. Awesome. She said, my coworker was baffled by the fact that this girl went to church for the first time in years. She goes, how cool is that? Not only was the one reached on Monday, and who knows what seeds were planted, but through social media, my coworker is now curious about what on earth is happening at Shoreline that is so different. And I said, you need to invite her to sisterhood. And she said, I've been inviting my coworker for years, but maybe this time it'll resonate. Social media, y'all. And I'm going to invite up the amazing... The gifted <laughs> Onika. Love y'all so so much. So excited for this season that we're in as a church. How good is God? He's so faithful. Antigua, can you see me? Can you hear me? Can they see me? Hear me? I love you so much. So thankful for y'all. This is the camera, right? Love you. And perfect. Hi. And then serve team who's listening as well. We are so thankful for you. What about the singles night? What about that story? What about that story Rayma just shared? What about Easter? I mean, what in the world? How faithful is our God? Earl sends his love. He's speaking today in Alabama to some leaders and at a church. So let's be praying for him and cheering him on. Prayer makes all the difference. And so I'm going to share a couple of scriptures with us this morning that I'm so excited about. Um, We've heard this scripture before, many of us, but I was reminded last night as I was falling asleep, I was praying about our time together and was like, God, what do you want me to share? Took me to Acts 5, 38, 39. Basically, the leaders of that, the church leaders of that day were just crushing things, doing amazing things for the name of Jesus, like amazing things, putting their lives on the line teaching in places they weren't supposed to teach, being so revolutionary and just stepping outside of their comfort zone, just like all of us. And they knew what was on the other side of their obedience. And they even thanked God after the opposition. And I think sometimes as leaders, we question God when there's opposition. And we're like, God, did you really call me? God, are you really in this? God, I thought you said you're... But they like thanked God because after they stood up for Christ, they actually went through a beating. And they even counted themselves worthy that they could defend the name of Jesus, which is just a whole nother, like, 
I was so challenged by that. Because sometimes, just like you, I get discouraged when there's opposition. And it makes me wonder, like, why is this so hard? But it's because we're standing up for the name of Jesus and we're trying to see people's lives change. Um, but anyways, as they were standing up, they were being, getting ready to go on trial, getting ready to get arrested. All these leaders were like, what's going on? What's going on? Why are they talking about this Jesus guy? Why are they saying that he's the Messiah? And they were getting so much like attention. And the, um, they didn't like the attention that they were getting. And so they were gonna, about to get put in jail. And so someone stood up for them. His name was Gamamiel. I think, is that how you say his name? Yeah, Gamamiel. And he stood up and he defended them because they were getting so much attention. So I think about this church that we're a part of, that God is doing. Our church is getting a lot of attention right now because of what God's doing. And so sometimes people don't like that attention. Sometimes people don't know what to do with the attention. And sometimes you can put the attention on yourself instead of giving it back to God where it belongs. Because it's not about us at all. It's so not about us. It's not about the name Shoreline actually either. It's about Jesus. But this guy stood up in the room, said, send them out. And he basically said, if they are doing this merely on their own, bold the word own, because we are not building this church. We are not pouring into people's lives on our own. Because if we do anything that God's trusted us with, leading on the parking lot team, leading in kids, meeting with people, pouring into people, showing up for set up and tear down, returning phone calls and text messages, leading in worship, leading in graphic, leading in photography, all the areas of the church. If we do it merely on our own, this is what this guy said, it will soon be overthrown. So as God shines his light and favor on this house in Dallas and Antigua and soon to be all over the world, we cannot do this on our own. Even with the accolades, even with the compliments, even with the Instagram posts, even with people telling us how great we are, if we start to do it on our own, it gets overthrown. You see it all the time. Even in the music world, you see these names that come up really fast and these, these young leaders um, that get attention really fast. And then all of a sudden, they're nowhere to be found. And the scripture goes on to say, y'all have to read it. It talks about other people before the disciples that were like known in that day, but that are no longer because they did it in their own. Um, And it says, but if it is from God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You will find yourselves fighting against God. And so what we do as a church is about God, led by God, not on our own the gates of hell cannot prevail. And so I feel a mandate from heaven this morning to remind us that we can't do this thing on our own. If we try to do it on our own, it's actually going to break us. It's going to put us on the side of the road. So the attention that God's shining on us like crazy right now, the favor, the momentum, the blessings, the sons and daughters that he's sending our way, we have to lead them not in our own strength, but in a strength that comes from God. There's a scripture that says, not by power, not by might, but by my my spirit. And so we can't muster up. We can't like, uh, you know, this thing that God's called us to do. We have to do it by the spirit of the living God, because that's, what's going to sustain this. It's like, I think sometimes what happens is when people get attention quickly, they don't know what to do with it. And so they think it's about them. 
And they start to think that they're great. They start to think that they're amazing. And that's not meant for our shoulders to carry. The favor that God is giving us, the people that he's entrusting us with on our teams in this house, it's meant for us to give the praise and glory to God. Because when we do, the Bible says, Ronak sent me the scripture today that it says, when I'm lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And so let's be a serve team that says, I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus. This isn't even about me. It's not even about my agenda. It's about the name of Jesus because that that means what we're doing will outlast us. We don't want to do anything that's like no longer in, no longer relevant. And that happens all the time, even in the body of Christ, because it becomes about you. This thing is not about Earl and I. It's not even about the name of Shoreline. It's about the name of Jesus Christ because he's the one who can set captives free. He's the one who can bring an exotic dancer into the house and make her excited and feel loved and feel valued. So I think it's so important in this season. God's going to keep blessing us. He's going to keep sending his kids to us. But we have to lead the kids not to ourselves, not to our names, but to the name of Jesus Christ. Because when we try to lead to ourselves, it actually exhausts us. And it actually takes the wind out of our sails. At first, it's kind of cool. Like, oh, they like me. They said I'm a great leader. They think I'm amazing. But So it feels kind of nice. But it actually, after a while, you'll find yourself like a broken down car on the side of the road because it's not meant for you to carry. And so we have to remember that people were drawn here not because of us, but because of Jesus. And we can't save people. We can't do things in our own strength. We have to stay desperate. And I just want you to know that Earl and I personally are desperate. We are desperate for the presence of God. We are desperate for a move of God. We are counting on Him to speak through us, counting on us to parent, counting on us to lead, counting on Him to dream. We don't want to do this without Him. I wouldn't even want to come to church if Jesus wasn't here. And because I'm not trying to lift up myself, I'm trying to lift up his name. And so I'm praying this morning that a new desperation, a new hunger, a new determination that's like, I'm not leading that meeting if the God doesn't show up. I'm not making that phone call till I say, heaven, fall on me. Give me the words to lead this person through a crisis. I'm not showing up to host if I'm not prayed up. Meaning I'm going to, even as I walk in the door, I press snooze. I didn't get to have a quiet time. But as I walk through those doors of Shoreline City and I show up at my post, Father God, go before me. As I sing a song, Father God, go before me. As I lead in this moment and I speak to a room, Father God, go before me. Even before I came this morning during prayer, I was like, God, I need you. I don't want Onika to be talking. I want the spirit of the living God to grab a hold of me. So I impart that to us as a team this morning. I impart that we do nothing on our own, but we say not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. I'm leading. I'm standing tall. I'm affirming. I'm speaking life. I'm seeing chains fall off. I'm seeing miracles happen, not in my own strength, but in the strength from a desperation of God show up in Jesus name. I love y'all.